Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Beat on this Friday morning. I can't believe we finally made it to the weekend. Michaela. Amen, We baby. survived a roller coaster this week, actually. Not just of emotions, but actually real roller coasters. We went to Six Flags earlier this week. Yes, we did. I think uh, I, I'm a little bit older than I used to be. My body mm. takes a few days to recover. Did you find that when you went on Wonder Woman and it had the death drop and not in a RuPaul Drag Race way, but in an actual death I said, if this is what it is drop. to be a woman, I don't want to experience it ever again. It was Excuse intense. Me. We get to the top of that roller coaster and I love a thrill. Uh huh. I love a chase and I love a kill. My weave almost got stuck on that roller coaster and ripped my head out of the coaster. And your husband, Emil, will agree with me. Same for him. It was intense. It was intense. That drop was not like it was straight down. It was like had they put that those yes. cars on the side of a building and yes. gone straight down the building. There was, it was, what is that, 90 degrees, I guess, probably? But it was terrifying. Yes, it was. But not like a great way either. Just no, kind of like for no reason. My stomach... Went into my throat. I went to scream, but my intestines were covering my vocal cords. Yeah. So I wasn't able to do mm-hmm. anything, really. Mm-hmm. And same for Lisa. So quite the roller coaster of emotions, physically, emotionally, all of, all of the all the roller coasters this week. Amen. Amen. We have a great show coming up for you today. Uh, some good news, some somber news in the world of entertainment. Um, also, uh, I... I just want to point out one more time. Come on. It's Friday. Thank God. It's Friday. Do you want to do some news on the beat? Sure. All right. Uh, Lee Finky. Oh, sorry. No. Wrong news. Wrong news. Hey, was that Thursday? Oh, my God. And I can only remember that because I said Finky. And then for the whole day, I I was like, what is your last name? Can I tell you a secret? Yes. Normally, I chatter a little bit longer at this point in the show, like to open things up and and kind of get our listeners Mm -hmm. like into the morning. And as I was chatting, I was looking at my rundown, and I realized I, too, had Thursday's rundown pulled up. And I said, this seems it. like a very familiar show, and I don't think I should say any of these things because I don't think they're accurate. I get it. So I threw to you and then I so that you could find today's show got it wrong. and take us on a journey. Got it wrong. A roller coaster, if you will. Uh, and you were also wrong. All right, I'm back, baby. Got it. News on the beat. Okay, since 2018, the number of LGBTQ Asians running for office has been more than doubled. This year, that group is bigger than ever. 
However, we're navigating a very challenging last couple of years with anti-Asian hate combined with anti-LGBTQ hate, said Albert Fuji, press secretary of Victory Fund, an organization that supports LGBTQ people in politics. It really says something about these candidates that they're willing to be very visible. Two years into the Stop Asian Hate movement, Fuji says the changing climate for Asians has caused a dramatic increase in community members getting political. In 2018, only 20 candidates nationwide identified as both Asian and LGBTQ. In 2020, that number only marginally increased with 23 Asian LGBTQ names on the ballot. This year are 41, according to the Victory Fund. Okay, come through, Gaysians. Okay, Gaysians. I love that. Love to see it. All right, another news. Residents of a small town in western Michigan helped raise almost $100,000 for their local library after it was defunded over the inclusion of LGBTQ books. Primary voters in Jamestown Township a community 20 miles east of Lake Michigan rejected a proposal last week to renew tax funds to support the Patmos Library in nearby Hudsonville that serves Jamestown and the surrounding area. The rejection, which passed with nearly two-thirds voter approval, eliminates 84% of the public library's annual budget. The library has been in the crosshairs of some conservative residents since last November when a small group of parents raised concerns over the availability of LGBTQ-related. Approximately 1,800 people had contributed more than $90,000, while many of those donors are local people from as far away as Australia have contributed. What kind of moronic human being do you have to be to, in one breath, say, defunding the police is so anti-American, that's terrible, we should never reconsider how we police our, our citizens. And then on the flip side, say, oh, defund the libraries? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, let's take their money away. Get the literature out want, of here. We don't want nobody learning nothing that we don't understand. Not now, not never. Not now. Listen, no, I know never. Michigan intimately. It's not that different from Ohio. There's a lot of really wild people live there. Love it. Yeah. Love it, you little wildlings. All right, let's get into weather. 84 in New York, 90 in L.A., 97 in Vegas today, 104 in Palm Springs, 88 in Miami, 88 in Atlanta, 75 in Cleveland, 105 in Cathedral City, 79 in Boston, and 95 in Dallas. Now give us a vibe of the day. Nothing is a waste of time. If you use the experience wisely, you can learn something from everything. Gorgeous. You're going to learn right now. Learn what it is. You got to learn today. What it feels like to see a superstar. His name is Ben Platt, and he's performing in Orlando on October 6th, and you could be there. Here's how. Head over to wearechannelq.com for your chance to win. This is what you could win. You ready for this? Round trip airfare for two. Two VIP tickets to see him in concert, two night hotel stays so you can actually have a place to sleep while you're there, and two hundred dollars in gift cards so you can have fun. I love it. You could win and bring a friend. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now and enter for your chance to win Ben Platt tickets. Amen. The morning beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. You know, I woke up this morning. I saw. I scroll through like my Facebook and all my, you know. All my apps. And an article popped up that two people from my hometown were arrested uh, with for their connection to the January 6th insurrection. And then it showed a picture of both of them. And they look exactly like the type of people, some of the type of people that I grew up with, right? Very, 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 uh, like, just kind of hillbilly. Yes. Right? They look like they're just, they're just angry, like they probably, like, they, like there's meth involved at some point. There's a huge meth problem and a heroin problem in my hometown. And I don't say that to be funny. 
but I say it like that's just the kind of people that I grew up with. Um, and I I was thinking to myself, I try so hard to be open to people, and and all I ask is that people be open to me, right, and to be kind. Um, but it's hard when they're conservatives like that and conservatives like this person who I'm about to tell you about in just a moment. Uh, you remember Kaylee McEnany? God, unfortunately, yes, I do. Well, her sister has now signed on to be the face of a new dating app for the conservative right. It's literally called The Right Stuff. There are some qualifications, though. Take a listen. And by the way, those are the only two options. Ladies and gentlemen, The Right Stuff is all about getting into the right dating pool with people who share the same values and beliefs as you. You'll start off by building your perfect profile. No pronouns necessary. We want you to put your best foot forward, which includes your favorite photos of yourself doing what you love or being with the people you love. Our prompts give you the opportunity to let people know various sides of you. So remember, be authentic and creative. We're sorry that you've had to endure years of bad dates and wasted time with people that don't see the world our way, the right way. What? Um, this is wild. It's a wild experience for all involved. It's like it's like conservatives nowadays, and this is this is the effect of Donald Trump. Are straight up comfortable being like, "Hi, we're racist and homophobic, and we hate people who don't believe in our belief system." Yes. Come join us, but only if we invite you. Yeah. And there are different rules for women and men, apparently. Yeah, well, ladies can get in free, and then if men want to pay the premium, they can. Got it. But I feel like that's just a, a low-key way to uh, create lesbians. And all that part. Like, do you really, McEnany, what do you want to say, babe? There's, so, what are you the, trying to say? Because I'm reading between the lines, okay? Here's the thing about so many conservatives. So many of them are just idiots. Like, they think that they're like, oh, I'm schooling, I'm showing the libs. I'm going to show those snowflakes. And they think they're accomplishing one thing, but they're such nerds that they don't even understand, like, what? No, we're going to like turn this around on you and make you look like idiots. People are already calling this the the white stuff on, well, on social so media. Well, it's so funny because they said no pronouns necessary, and I feel like they should have just worded that differently. Because it really actually caters to our non-binary yes. community. Cool, so this is a non-binary dating Okay, app. so I don't have to put female or male pronouns don't matter here like so you want you, you want, want a bunch of lesbian non-binary people on your website you want the experience <laughs> of being with people who maybe identify differently but you don't want to know about it that's right. what it is. they, they want to like down low be hooking up with some you like guys yes i swear to god if they just had a better publicist to run these things by they would be i at this point just feel bad for them you know there are multiple dating apps though just for conservatives there they, there's like a yeah, whole isn't there sl- like fit just fish well, I, I well, gone fishing. Gone fishing. Well, there's what a, is it? I don't. I've never heard of that one. I think you're thinking of plenty of fish, but yes. I think that was an online one. Plenty of okay, fish. Plenty that of one fish. was for everyone. No, okay. what's the Christian one? Well, there's writer. Only? I don't know. There's writer. There's patrio. Oh. There's dating freedom lovers. That was brought to you by Alex Not Jones and Infowars. Um, freedom lovers. Mm, there's also awake dating for. The lonely conspiracy theorist and awake dating is still very much in, in business right now. There's yeah, whole, no, no, I can see that. There are whole dating apps for conspiracy theorists. Like, I, I, you know what? I think there should be a place for everybody, even the sure, weirdos deserve to have sure. love. So you know what? It sounds like a sounds like a beautiful Romeo and Juliet story to me, and I wish those little tin hats a lot of luck. Okay. Good morning, Beat Channel Q. 
Welcome back to the show. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin', uh, where we talk about all things pop culture, and it's usually fun and lighthearted. Mm-hmm. This one is really heartbreaking, though. Michaela, what do you what do you have for us? Um, it's really heartbreaking and a bit unexpected. Anne Heche is not expected to survive the car crash. Uh, the actress's rep told Page Six yesterday night that she suffered a severe anoxic brain injury due to the accident and remains in a coma. It has long been her choice to donate her organs, uh, adding that she is being kept on life support to determine if any are viable. Hesh's rep thanked the actress's fans for their kind wishes and prayers. Uh, Anne had a huge heart and touched everyone she met with her generous spirit. More than her extraordinary talent, she saw spreading kindness and joy is her life's work. We actually share a very dear mutual friend, um, also her makeup artist, and he, I reached out to him yesterday, and like many of her friends, I'm assuming, they're all just absolutely heartbroken. It feels like this came out of nowhere. They were just filming for something that will be coming out later this year. She had a bunch of projects preparing to come out, and I always think that's so interesting how um, the, the passing is so unexpected, and then all these things that they created, you just see them in a different mm-hmm. aspect. And she has children. Uh, she has a husband. And uh, it's just really sad. Yeah, it is so sad. We had her actually, we've had her here on the show before. We had her on our, my podcast, Confess Your Mess, back in December. And we're signed with the same podcast company. So we work with the same people. And it's 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 been heartbreaking. And also not to me terribly shocking just knowing how open and honest she was with us about her struggles over the years with addiction and things like that and and sort of being labeled as you know a lesbian when after dating Ellen DeGeneres she's like I've only dated one woman my entire life and so like to put this burden on me that I'm just this out and proud lesbian for the rest of my life. I, I don't, I don't believe in labels personally. And that's just not how I identify either. Right. She's like, I just fell in love with a woman for a few years and she considers herself, you know, bisexual, but like to be a lesbian. So it, it, she I'll, had a tough life. She had a tough childhood. If she you read and Ellen about took it, very different paths after the breakup and yeah. it's, it's difficult. So it's just heartbreaking. I it, I don't even know what else to say. It's just really sad. Yeah. I feel really bad. We're sending love to her family, to her friends. Just devastating. All right, coming up, what the health? What is vasculitis? Uh, as Ashton Kutcher reveals, he struggled with it. We'll discuss in the next hour. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Are you familiar with vasculitis? No. Okay, well, I think you'll remember that we talked about uh, Ashton Kutcher recently coming out and saying that he's he's been battling vasculitis for the last couple of years. It actually made him blind, unable to walk. Wow. Like, really, he's like, I'm a lucky to be alive right now. And this is a guy who's not that much older than me. You know, I kind of relate to him. I kind of grew up with Ashton Kutcher. So, like, when things start happening health-wise to people that are kind of our age, it hits a little bit different. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. And um, so we want to we want to stay informed uh, about this rare disease and, and to kind of have a better understanding of what what he's actually was going through. Uh, so we're actually going to be joined by a doctor uh, who's an expert on exactly this, joining us from the University of Pennsylvania this hour, my uh, my neck of the woods. 
Yes. Pennsylvania. I grew up near that. Love that. Did you know that Pennsylvania is next to Ohio? I did because my parents are from Pittsburgh. They're... My dad's from Philadelphia and my mom's from Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. It's funny because a lot yeah. both of your parents are from Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. That's adorable. It's so funny because a lot of times if you grow up out here on the West Coast or even like Las Vegas, like the western half of the United States, those people have no idea. I say Ohio is where I'm from and they go, oh, Idaho? I'm like, no. Oh, Iowa? Yeah. No, Ohio. Right, 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 right. But like if you grew up in the East Coast or the Midwest, you usually know the states on the Western Coast. Yes. Because they're big and they take up a lot of space. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking to him about um, vasculitis. Coming yeah, up that's this crazy. And what the health. Kind of interesting stuff. Absolutely. Uh, right now, though, I think we should probably get into some news on the beat. What do you have for us? All right, people. Pope Francis has met with a fourth group of transgender people who found shelter at a Rome church. The Vatican newspaper reported Thursday. Uh, El Osservatore Ramonu said the encounter took place Wednesday on the sidelines of Francis's weekly general audience. Uh, the blessed Immaculate Virgin community uh, in the neighborhood on Rome's outskirts opened its doors to transgender people during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Francis previously met with some of them on April 27th, June 22nd, and August 3rd, the newspaper said. No one should encounter injustice or be thrown away. Everyone has dignity of being a child of God, the paper quoted sister uh, Janine Gross as saying. Yeah, no, I think that's great. The Pope has done a lot. Uh, the Catholic religion has is still a travesty and, and outdated still and horrible, very problematic. <laughs> right, but as it's a step for- forward. Yeah, as two former students of Catholic school, yes, uh, you being Italian and me just being you know just a little Midwestern Catholic mutt. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pope has been great. Yeah, what we've learned though, I think, is that there was such a reverence for Pope John Paul II for so long, but he was old school, right? Not not hateful, not no. overly like supportive, but like just kind of old school. And then we had Pope, was it Benedictine or Benedict? And he was there for a few years and he was he was just old. <laughs> and then Pope Francis yeah. came in and sort of shook things up. But even even still, even though he may, because, you know, we've talked uh, to Evgeny Evinevsky, uh, who directed uh, the the documentary that came out last year about the Pope. Remember, he was on That's our show. That's right, yes. And he's a good friend of mine and he spent years in Vatican City having unprecedented access to Pope Francis specifically. And said that he's very supportive of the of the gay community. He's very supportive of the LGBTQ plus community, and that his hands are so tied, like the church, mm-hmm. the institution, sort of like how the the royal family is in control of so much in, in the UK that they, not a whole lot can be changed. Right. Which is why Harry and and uh, Meghan had to like walk away. Right. It's similar to like the Catholic Church, but even ten times more powerful and he just can't do what he can't do totally so at least when he has opportunities he lets us know i I see you i hear you i respect you and i love you absolutely all right in other news uh since 2018 the number of lgbtq asians running for office has been more than doubled this year that group is bigger than ever we're navigating a very challenging last couple of years with anti-asian hate combined with anti-lgbtq hate said Albert Fuji, press secretary of Victory Fund, an organization that supports LGBTQ people in politics.
politics, it really says something about these candidates that they're willing to be very visible. Two years into the Stop Asian Hate movement, Fuji says the changing climate for Asians has caused a dramatic increase in community members getting political. In 2018, only 20 candidates nationwide identified as both Asian and LGBTQ. In 2020, that number only marginally increased with 23 Asian LGBTQ names on the ballot. This year, there are 41, according to the Victory Fund. That's fantastic. Incredible. Uh, Especially after we saw all the hate towards our Asian community because of (gasps) COVID-19 and because of Donald Trump saying things like the the Kung flu and the China virus and all the awful, awful things conservatives have said. I love, and this is what I do love about our community. We don't lay down and just like take it. No. Like we get up and we fight and we use our voices and we and we spread love and it sounds like they're doing exactly that. So you go, Gaysians. You go, Gaysians. Is that problematic? I don't know. I don't know. It I probably is. Probably is. But Let's also get into like, weather. We, we didn't say need it with it. love. I know. Sorry. Yeah. Don't don't cancel Please us. Please God. Or do. It could be good for our careers. Who knows? Whatever. (laughs) 84 in New York today, 90 in LA, 97 in Vegas, 105 in Palm Springs, 88 in Miami, 88 in Atlanta, 77 in Buffalo, 106 in Cathedral City, 95 in Dallas, and 79 in Boston. How hot is it in Valencia today? A thousand million (sighs) degrees. I just want to know what it's like at Six Flags every day since we've been there because it was so hot the other day. Yeah, it was rough. I want everybody to have that same experience. Everybody. We are, you know what I'm doing next week though. You're not able to because you're very, very busy. Ugh, I know I'm so upset about it. My husband is on this like theme park kick all of a sudden. So next week we're going to Raging Waters, a water park. Incredible. My 42 year old butt is going to ride water slides all day. It's supposed to be 97 degrees. Amen. So it's perfect weather. Here's a vibe for you. Nothing is a waste of time if you use the experience wisely. It's a wise choice to uh, head over to wearechannelq.com right now. And enter for your chance to win tickets to see Ben Platt during his North American tour. He's actually stopping in Orlando, Florida on October 6th. And we want you to be there so much so that we're going to send you there. Yes. That's right. We've got round-trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay, $200 gift card, and two VIP passes to see Ben Platt in concert. Too good to be true. Not so. You and a lucky uh, guest could be heading there. All you have to do is head over to wearechannelq.com right now and enter for your chance to win. Absolutely. All right, coming up, what the health? What is vasculitis? Uh, Ashton Kutcher reveals that's what he struggled with. But what is it really? We'll talk about it in seven minutes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Morning Beat, Channel Q. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What the Health. And this is a follow-up on a story we did the other day when actor Ashton Kutcher revealed uh, that a couple of years ago, he went through a pretty scary uh, health scare. Uh, He had something called vasculitis that impaired his ability to see. He went nearly blind. Uh, He couldn't walk. Uh, All sorts of things. His hearing was impaired. And it kind of shook me because a couple of years ago, he was the age that I am now, Mm -hmm. right? So it's a little bit odd to hear things like this happening to young, healthy people. But we also started wondering, what actually is vasculitis? So we actually reached out, and we have the chief uh, from the Division of Rheumatology, Professor of Medicine and Epidemiology at University of Pennsylvania, Dr. Peter Merkel, joining us right now. Dr. Merkel, thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Good morning. Happy to be here. Um, well, shed some light on this for us, please, if, if you will. What exactly is vasculitis? How does this flare up? Um, and how did Ashton Kutcher recover from it? Well, these are all good, important questions. So, uh, and, and vasculitis is a disease I treat and I've been studying for 25-plus years of research and care. Uh, vasculitis is a family of about 20 different diseases. And what vasculitis is, is vasc, which is the vasculature veins and arteries, and itis, which is inflammation. So Mm. it's inflammation of the blood vessel system. And it's a series of different diseases, mostly about the arteries, actually. And because we have so many different kinds of blood vessels, we have the aorta, which is the huge blood vessel coming out of your heart, all the way down to microscopic blood vessels all over your body. There's such a big range, the types of vasculitis range greatly. So there are many different types and they do different things to different people, which is a way of saying it's a very mixed-up set of diseases. These are all rare diseases. They're all considered inflammatory, and we think they're mostly autoimmune diseases, mm. right? So our immune system is great. It helps us fight infection. It helps, you know, it helps protect us. If we get a vaccine, it helps, which is very great. It helps make us uh, respond to the vaccines. But sometimes the immune system goes wacky and goes awry, and it attacks the person themselves. And that's called an autoimmune disease. And vasculitis, for the most part, are a set of autoimmune and inflammatory diseases. Wow. So let's talk about some of the symptoms people may experience as warning signs to vasculitis. What are those? Well, again, there's so many. It's a great question, but there's so many different things. Uh, it, it can, it can, this is, you're not going to like this answer, but it can do almost anything. But the answer is what we want doctors and patients to think about is could it be vasculitis? Because once you think could it be, then even though it's rare and it probably isn't, at least it puts it on your radar and you could do it. But it can include uh, some of the stuff that Mr. Kushner, I'm sorry to say, had. I'm sorry he had such a mm. difficult time. I'm glad to hear that he is uh, recovering. But it can affect your vision in a variety of ways, your hearing. It can cause different types, can cause problems to your airway and your nose and your breathing. It can cause bleeding in places. It can cause kidney damage. In many types of vasculitis, it cause serious kidney damage. But it can also cause skin lesions. It can also cause general things like fever and fatigue and weight loss. So they're, they're rather varied. It's important to realize these are 
what we call systemic diseases. They involve multiple organs, and you can go from being mildly affected to life-threatening. Wow. It's really fascinating to me how somebody who uh, he was probably about 42 years old, I think, when this when this happened to him. And that's my age now. Um, so I start hearing these stories and I, I my, my ears kind of like perk up. Right. Um, is this something that runs in families? Is this something it's not something you like just pick up, but is it something that lies dormant in your body and then just flares up? And could it flare up again in the future? Well, you just asked five really good questions. <laughs> so uh, let me break those down. Um, we, we, it can occur, vasculitis can happen to people of any age, but different types of vasculitis are more likely to happen to people of different ages. Kids, thankfully, it's, rel- it's even rare in children, but there are certain types that are more likely to happen in children or young adults. Uh, and then people of your age, and, and, even, and I'm a little older, older, it all changes different types are more likely at different ages. There's actually one type that is most and only occurs in people 60 and older and even more so in people 70 and 80. So it really ranges greatly. In terms of the does it run in families and genetics, we know that there are genetic differences. So there are genes that are associated with vasculitis, some genetics, but not like hair color or skin color or some of the diseases you sometimes hear about with a single gene like sickle cell or cystic fibrosis, all of which are very serious. These are multiple genes put you at more risk or not, but they don't really run in families. So people shouldn't worry that, oh, my God, my family member has it. But we know it's a clue. So autoimmune diseases are combinations of maybe genetics, environment, maybe something you got when you were younger and it happens later, and maybe just, I don't want to say bad luck because that doesn't sound scientific, but some reason. We don't really have a pinpoint reason that people get it. We do know that some infections can lead to some types of vasculitis, such as hepatitis B virus or hepatitis C virus, both of which we can treat and one of which we have a vaccine against. But we're, look, we're learning more about the causes of different types of vasculitis, which hopefully helps us do better treatment, and our ultimate goal is cure for all of these diseases. Mm. Absolutely. So interesting. Such an interesting conversation, and we're so grateful that you joined us, Dr. Peter A. Merkel, Chief Division of Rheumatology, Professor of Medicine and Epidemiology at University of Pennsylvania. Thank you again for making time for us. My pleasure, and I hope everybody stays healthy. Thank you so much. You you too. All right, coming up, The Simpsons showrunner Matt Selman reveals season 34 and how they are able to finally reveal how they can predict the future, or can they? We'll talk about it next. The Morning Beat, Channel Q. That's right. That's us. You're listening to The Morning Beat. Hope hope you're having a great morning. Michaela, are you having yeah. a great morning? Yes, I am. Mm. Going into this beautiful weekend. Okay. okay. Love weekends. Well, let's talk about uh, one of the most iconic shows in the history of television. Let's do it, baby. You, you might think I'm talking about, you know, The Young and the Restless. Maybe, yes. Uh, or Saturday Night Live. Mm. No. We're talking about The Simpsons. Okay, also love. Uh-huh. Well, season 34 is upon us, and Matt Selman, who's the show so, showrunner, mm. is finally able to reveal how they can predict the future with such accuracy. Now, for more than three decades, The Simpsons has been able to predict uh, Donald Trump presidency, pan- it's crazy. pandemic hysteria, and FaceTime. Uh, they set records as the longest-running program series with 728 episodes to date. 
It's a big, big deal. Okay, but honestly, as somebody who did not grow up watching The Simpsons, it was not always my thing. I have always found it incredibly fascinating how they have predicted so many things, even as far as to joke that, like, what's happening in the world? Got to watch the new season of The Simpsons. Like, they have this uncanny ability. Well, if you really step back and think about it, a lot of the stuff is kind of predictable. Like you could really – if you're paying attention, you could see somebody like a Donald Trump who is kind of active on social media for a few years and very, very critical of Barack Obama. You could see him running for president. It wasn't like it was like we were totally blindsided by it. But a lot of the stuff is really, really wild. They're oftentimes compared to like Nostradamus. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and The showrunner says – we have another crazy conceptual episode that explains how the Simpson, Simpsons know the future. It's a conceptual episode with lots of crazy stuff in it, but it does an explanation of how the Simpsons can predict, and that is going to come up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew they knew that COVID-19 was coming. They knew we were going to have a global but pandemic. But that's what I'm saying. There's some things that you could be like, mm, I, I, I could see how they could make that. But some, I'm like, no, I, I don't know how you would know that. It's almost the same way that Back to the Future made What's-His-Name's character become president in the far future, and everything was on fire, and it literally look like Donald Trump. Slow down. It's Biff Tannen, by the way. Exactly. Biff. And it, and Biff Tower, like Trump Tower. Yeah. They predicted the whole thing in the 1980s. That's what I'm saying. Some of it's very odd. Now, we'll call it what you will, but that's how I feel about The Simpsons as okay, well. Okay, so hear me out. What if The Simpsons and Back to the Future are actually to blame? What mm. if they put that idea out there into the universe and then somebody's like, hmm, that's interesting. Let's follow up. Yeah. Right? Yes. Let's, we should, You're right. We should find a storyline from a previous episode of The Simpsons and make it a reality in the real world. Like something ridiculous, we should reenact it and make it go viral in the yes. real world. You have 1.7 million followers on TikTok. I have 100,000. Yeah, we can we, make it happen. Between the two of us, equally. Yeah, we, we can could, make this happen. We can make it a thing. Listen, I would love to do it. I would love to do it because I feel like, I don't know what weird thing is happening over at The Simpsons. I'm a little terrified to watch the next season. Do you know, fun fact, do you know that uh, the voice, Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, was my fourth grade teacher's cousin? Oh my God, that's so random. She came to our school in fourth grade. It was season one or two or three. Like It was pretty early on in the run. And she came in and she brought signed posters for some of the kids. I love it. It was the biggest show in the world at the time. Yeah. Eat My Shorts Man. Eat My Shorts Man. Cowabunga. Oh, God, Cowabunga. Cowabunga dude, those all, all that came from Bart Simpson. I love it. Well, I love Lisa and Bart. And I can't wait to see what more they've got for us. Now, coming up, Britney Spears' lawyer slams Kevin Federline for violating singers' privacy. It's crazy because the tables have turned yet again, and Britney Spears just looks like a regular mom. We've got the audio next. The Morning Beat with AJ Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Welcome back to the show. It's time for another round of What's Poppin' starring our own pop star, Miss Michaela Gordon. Go off me. Whose single Hands Off is available now anywhere you get your music, Spotify, iTunes. Go get you a copy and listen. It's been out for a week today. Amen, Seven baby. days. How does that feel? So exciting. Love to see it. When's the music video? Uh, the video is coming out August 26th. And the album comes out September 9th. And wow. you're not going to want to miss it. It's beautiful. What's the album called? It's called Vivian. And all the uh, 20% of the proceeds of the merch is going back to Planned Parenthood. So it's for a good cause. That's awesome. And we love to see it. Love it, love it, love it. Thanks, cutie.
Uh, all right, this story is crazy. Now, Kevin Federline thought he was doing something slick by reposting video of Britney Spears having a conversation with her two children that her two children filmed. But it just has blown back up in his face because the audio sounds like any very patient, hurt mother just trying to be a mother. TikTok is going wild. Every mom is saying, oh my God, we've not only all been Britney, we haven't been even as calm as Britney. Yeah. She sounds like an incredible mom, even in these uh, uh, in these audios. Take a listen. Yeah, yeah. My phone's just going to be taken away forever. Because you know what, Jaden? Mom decides to take it away for me not wearing shoes. Jaden? Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Jin obviously thinks that. Are that's you wanting attention, baby? Is that why you're saying you? Well, can't apparently say? I wanted to do that in the first place, but you keep interrupting every sentence I say. You so what I seem like in my mind, I think you just care about yourself because you won't let us speak one word, and you won't let us say go what anywhere you we say. want to go. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm listening. Well, I forget because you interrupt me, and then I forgot what I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's Do you life? want to skate? Is that what you're doing? No, I don't know how, and I don't want to go to that place, and we never skate, agreed ro- to it. Roller skate. I mean, ice skating, baby, is easier than roller skating. Why roller even... skating is actually harder because the, the grips on the, the ground are, like, raw, like rock, like that. Mm-hmm. It's smooth on ice. Ice is, like, smooth. Like your skateboard. See, actually, skateboarding is way... So the context is... She sounds like an incredible mother. She sounds like an incredible mom. And Kevin Federline tried to put this out there. That's what he tried to do. So they apparently were in Alaska, and her older son went outside with no shoes on. And she was like, babe, what were you doing? It's freezing cold in the snow. You have to wear shoes. You could get really sick. Which then led to this whole conversation. The second piece of audio is her walking into her son's bedroom and him saying, "Uh, get out. And she says, son, you can't tell me to get out. I own this house and I'm bringing you lotion to put on your face because your face is coarse. I just want you to put lotion on, get a little moisturized. And then he's like, but I, I want you to get out. And then she says... First of all, I am a woman and I'm your mother. Like, you don't get to talk to me like that. And I do deserve respect. Don't talk to me like that. Like, she literally sounds so kind and loving. They sound kind of like a hole teenagers. Yeah, like I would never talk to my mom. That's what the internet's saying, too. Like, Mm -mm. if I spoke to my mom like that, she'd pop me in the mouth. I would get a slap across the face. Exactly. Which is probably would get her canceled now. So, never mind. Yeah, she would have gotten in so much trouble. But she did slap me. And then she would say, You want to cry? I'll give you something to cry about. A thousand percent. Threaten a second slap, and I would always stop. And totally I would, I would straighten up. That's what I'm saying. Like Britney said, nothing wrong. So uh, they look foolish. Kevin looks foolish. The kids look like brats. So good for Britney. There's a, there are rumors that she's being offered up to two million dollars a show to do a Vegas residency. Oh, I again, see it. Which I, it seems like a high number. I don't know how they'd even recoup those costs without charging a thousand dollars per ticket. But um, she's in high demand right now, and people are. Some people are saying, "Don't do it just yet. Wait till your kids are eighteen, so you don't have to pay Kevin Federline right. extra child support because he's." She gonna only make... needs two more years. I know. It's worth I it. I can't wait that long. Hold out, hold out for okay. it. All right, coming up, am I the a hole? This woman wants to rehome her adopted daughters, but is she the one that's wrong? We'll talk about it in the next hour. The morning beat with AJ and Michaela, Channel Q. This is the hour we've all been waiting for. It's the 8 o'clock hour. Yes, you know what that is. means? One hour before the hour. Let's go, baby. We're always waiting for this show, and we love it. 
We've got a lot of good stuff going on, including uh, this segment coming up in about 13 minutes. Am I the a-hole? Um, I love this segment. Uh, and this woman wants to rehome her adopted daughters. This is touchy because uh, do you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta this season? No. Okay, so Marlo Hampton was finally given a peach. After all these years of being a friend, she's finally on the show, right? She, yes. Nene left, Portia, Portia left. They needed somebody. Well, she is raising her two nephews because her sister has some mental health issues. She's in prison, and she kicked her nephews out, sent them to her sister's house during the season. And people are dragging her for that. She's saying, my mental health needs time to recover. They're saying, you're going to damage those kids forever. Mm-hmm, you shouldn't mm-hmm. have taken them in if you're going to kick them out and right. get out of your house. So uh, I think this is a very similar story. We're going to be talking about it in Am I the A-Hole coming up in just a moment. Um, and then also at the end of this hour, we've got what's popping. Uh, Madonna making headlines. And they're good headlines Yeah, time. they're really good. She's been a little wild She's recently. not disappointing us at all yeah. this week, and that is exciting. Vintage Madonna, just like we like it. Love it. But right now, though, it's time for some news on the beat. What do you have? All right, well, U.S. Representative Sean Patrick Maloney, uh, Maloney, one of only nine LGBTQ members of Congress, has introduced a bill to offer no-cost testing for monkeypox. The no-cost for monkeypox testing act would ensure that no out-of-pocket costs for testing would be incurred by Americans, regardless of insurance status. If passed, people with group or individual health insurance coverage, Medicare beneficiaries, individuals insured through Medicaid, CHIP, the Indian Health Service, TRICARE, or VA Healthcare would not have to pay deductibles or co-pays at point of service or receive prior authorization before the costs of testing were covered. The bill also directs the Secretary of Health and Human Services to establish a program that can cover the cost of testing for uninsured individuals. The bill comes as the number of confirmed cases of monkeypox infection in the United States has surpassed 10,000, with many localities complaining about a lack of inability to access testing, preventative measures like vaccines, and treatments for those already infected. Nobody should ever have to pay for tests for something that could become a pandemic. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. It, it, it benefits all of us for people to get tested. And if you're going to tell me it's going to cost me, I don't know, 100 bucks, 50 bucks even, to go get tested every single time, I'm probably not getting tested as often. Absolutely. Like, luckily, we have insurance and it covered most of our testing, but I was tested for COVID probably 50 or 60 times during the pandemic. And I probably spent close to a thousand dollars over the course of the pandemic on covid testing and i have insurance yeah so like it, it, that should never be a barrier because it affects all of us yeah absolutely it, it, if you getting a free test is going to keep me a little bit safer go for it totally totally all right another news pope francis has met with a fourth group of transgender people who found shelter at a rome church the vatican newspaper reported uh romano said the encounter took place wednesday on the sidelines of francis's weekly general audience the newspaper quoted sister genevieve and the Reverend Andrea is saying the Pope's welcome brought their guests hope. The Blessed Immaculate Virgin community uh, in the neighborhood on Rome's outskirts opened its doors to transgender people during the coronavirus pandemic. Francis previously met with some of them on April 27th, June 22nd, and August 3rd, the newspaper said. No one should encounter injustice or be thrown away. Everyone has dignity of being a child of God. The paper quoted Sister Janine Gross as saying. That's right. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. A high of 85 in New York today, 90 in L.A., 97 in Vegas, 105 in Palm Springs, 90 in Houston, 72 in San Francisco, 76 in Buffalo, 106 in Cathedral City, and 95 in Dallas. Now give us a vibe of the day. Nothing is a waste of time if you use the experience wisely. 
you'd be wise to head over to wearechannelq.com right now because we've got a giveaway. We're giving away uh, two tickets to see Ben Platt in concert yes, in Orlando we. October 6th. You might be wondering, how am I going to get to Orlando? We've got you covered. We've got round-trip airfare for two, a two-night hotel stay, a $200 gift card, and those two VIP passes I mentioned. All you have to do is head over to wearechannelq.com and enter for your chance to win. If you're my family and you're listening right now, you're not eligible, so, you don't, can't, so no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, coming up, a woman <laughs> is being criticized for wanting to rehome her adopted daughters, but is she the a-hole? We'll talk about it in seven minutes. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. All right, here goes. Another round of Am I the A-Hole? This woman uh, is getting dragged by some uh, for doing something that seems unfathomable until you know all the details, maybe. Uh, It's unclear uh, where the original family is located, but there's a report published by the U.S. Department of uh, State in June said that in 2021, adoptions by Americans were finalized uh, abroad, uh, over 1,500 of them abroad. Uh, And so adoption is very common here in the United States, right? Yes. Uh, From abroad and from within. And no more than 2% of Americans have adopted, meaning only 1 in 50 children are actually adopted. So to actually get adopted is sort of a miracle. Um, And there are currently about 407,000 children in foster care in the United States, right? Well... This is interesting. This is going viral online. Her name is Sally. She has four biological children and two adopted daughters with her ex, right? Uh, And together, they also have one biological child. So they are a family of 11, nine kids in total, right? Uh, So his said his son and daughter, uh, he and Sally's son and Sally's adopted daughters all live in the home full time with Sally's biological children. And they spend two weeks with their dad. He explained that the two adopted daughters an 11-year-old from Colombia and a 7-year-old from South Korea live full-time with them because Sally's ex doesn't want anything to do with them because he has the daughter he always wanted. So recently, Sally uh, decided to get a divorce, uh, leaving Sally to move into her mother-in-law's suite with her children. Okay, Now Sally wants to leave her adopted girls with the husband as part of the divorce proceedings as she too does not want them. She feels oh, she is a, um, she doesn't want these non-biological children anymore, and now they're trying to find a new home for them on Facebook. He doesn't want the kids. She also doesn't want the kids. Are they both the a-holes? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they yeah. are. Like they're children. Yeah. Like they're kids. Yep. You don't go and adopt children and then decide like a dog that you want to take them back to the pound because you don't want them anymore. Well, I don't even like when people take dogs back That's to the pound. My point. That's awful to this me. This is just gross. These are whole humans. Yeah. there's no, I mean, I have nothing to say about this. I think that they're both disgusting and vile. The fact that you would treat two children like this, I don't care what the circumstances are, like that is a responsibility that you have committed to. Uh, it's a human life. The damage that they're doing to these children is, I mean, you can't take that back. Like, you, they're going to remember this forever. They were rejected by their biological parents to only then be rejected by another set and of now parents. In a foreign country, yeah. one's Colombian, one's South Korean, uh, there are an estimated 2 million LGBTQ plus people who are interested in adopting. So uh, maybe there's an option there. Gay and lesbian parents are raising 4% of all adopted children in the United States. uh, And more than 16,000 same-sex couples are raising an estimated 22,000 adopted children currently in the United States. So maybe 
the conversation is not about whether or not gay parents should be allowed to adopt. Maybe the question should be, why do we have 407,000 kids in foster care and straight couples are allowed to toss kids aside like this? If you already have seven of your own kids, maybe don't adopt two more because it makes you feel good in the moment. Right? Like, what is that? It's so damaging. Yeah, it's just awful. I mean, there's nothing to say about this story except it just shows how selfish humanity is. Like, to really be able to... Because, listen, like, animals and children are the most innocent thing in the whole entire world. You cannot justify treating them poorly. I don't care what mental illness you have. I don't care where you come from. Personally, if you have made the decision to have a child or adopt, the excuses are out the window. Yeah. There are no excuses made. And that's coming from an aunt. Like, I take being an aunt so seriously and not to be on a high horse by any means. But if you've made the decision to have children, you have to step up. Yes. I don't care about mistakes. The, the, the long-term impact this will have on these children, just knowing that, like, oh, you're, my parents are fighting in court over who doesn't want us the most. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine. I come, I come from a family of divorce. I remember the moment that my mom and dad sat us down when I was about six or seven or eight years old, maybe, and sat us down, my older brother and sister, Scott and Chris, and my little sister, Carrie, and I. And I remember sitting on my sister's lap and holding Carrie, and my brother stood behind us in the living room, and my parents said, we're splitting up. We're getting the divorce. You two are going to come live with dad. You two are going to go live with mom. Yeah. Because they were my dad's biological children, not my mom's. Their mother passed away. But it's the only mother they'd ever known. And as kids, we're like, wait, what? The four siblings are going to be split in half? That's traumatizing. Yeah. Like, oh, dad doesn't want us or mom doesn't want them. I'm sure that's how they felt, too. And my sister had to go to a lot of therapy and have a lot of conversations about where she fit in our family and how her relationship with our mom our mom for us was different than it was for her because she had lost her mom to cancer as a child. Yeah. And that impact was lasting. I can't imagine if no parents wanted them or yeah. no parents wanted me. I, I'd be in therapy every day of my life. Yeah. Both the a-holes. We think you're gross. Yes. Not but, okay. But not the kids. You're not a-holes. No, you're, the you're babies angels. are perfect. All right. Coming up. Tattoo regrets. One major A-list couple has broken up. So what are they going to do with the tattoos? We're talking about it next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. All right, this is an interesting conversation. Let's talk about tattoo regret. Uh, Pete Davidson has been in the news recently for his split with Kim Kardashian. They were together nine months. A lot of people didn't understand it. Apparently, he's uh, very well endowed, uh, which is why he gets a lot of these really gorgeous women like Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, like the hottest woman on the planet. Right, even though he looks a little bit sort of like a rat. Right. Like he's not the most attractive person, but very kind, very funny. And there's something about him that these women love. They might also love his tattoos. He loves his tattoos. He has them all over his body. This is interesting, though. They split and he has a tattoo uh, that says my girl is a lawyer tattooed on his shoulder, referring to Kim Kardashian. who passed the bar exam and and is following in her father's footsteps. Right. What do you do with it now? People are giving him all sorts of advice online on how to cover it up or what to what to switch it to or maybe just find another attorney to date. I don't know. Um, but what do you do when Ugh, you when you get a tattoo because of a moment in your life? Uh, you have Lisa's name tattooed on your arm. I, I believe you'll be together till the day you die um, or till the day that one of that she probably kills you. Um, but uh, <laughs> come sooner than later. But that's a big risk. Did you yeah. think about that? Did you have a moment of like, and I know you're going to say absolutely not, but was there a moment where you're like, should I get her name tattooed on me? You know what? I don't feel the way that most people feel. Even if Lisa and I did break up, I would never remove the tattoo because I feel like that's the point of tattoos. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I got to stop you right there. Yeah. So let's, I'm, I don't want this. I'm not going to use your names because I don't want to put that energy on you, Kai, because I right. love you as a couple. Let's say that, that Sarah and Jessica are together and Sarah gets Jessica's name tattooed on her after five or six years. Right. And then someday they break up and Sarah has Jessica tattooed on her arm. She's now dating Kelly. And Kelly says, I love you. I want to have a family with you. I can't look at Kelly's name or Jessica's name every single time we're making love or you're just walking by me. Then. Yeah. Well, then they should change it. But for me, (laughs) I don't feel like that at all. Like even if the tattoo, someone was like, you should cover up this tattoo so that you can start a sleeve. And I was like. I don't want to cover any of my tattoos. I feel like they're the perfect example of where I've been my entire life, which is actually the point to me of tattoos. It like shows where you've been, where you're going. So I wouldn't cover it up. And I don't think that he should cover it up. Uh, I mean, unless the girl that he dates next is like having a meltdown about it. That was a huge time in his life that he will have forever. Just because you cover the tattoo doesn't make it not real. Well, maybe he should just change it to my girl was a lawyer my girl i i don't know i don't know that's tricky yeah i think and also to be fair you could uh, you could change yours to mona lisa if you wanted to i could and, and just be like i'm really a big fan of art love art which could work as well absolutely lisa simpson another option you're a big simpsons fan i could just put annalise annalise and that's my middle name so uh-huh. we would just make that work there it is there it, yeah. Oh, yeah no totally. i right no i don't think he should do anything about it really i think he should keep it yeah that's I the think, point of tattoos i think listen i love and support your tattoo i think getting the tattoo of somebody's 
name is a horrendous idea. I've been with my partner for 10 years. My partner, God, he's my husband. He's my husband. And I'm still like, I'm not getting your name tattooed. I know, but people break up for way less. I think the whole like tattoo is like, it's a curse. I I think being in a relationship is a curse. Like you just break (laughs) up, honey. Sometimes you do. It has nothing to do with the tattoo. You just didn't work out. What about when people get like their, their wedding band tattooed? As opposed to getting an actual wedding band, they get a tattoo and then they divorce. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. I have three tattoos. I have three stars on my left shoulder that look like they were drawn by a like a fifth grader with a Sharpie. They're terrible. I got them in your hometown, Las Vegas, the first time I ever went in my life. Got hammered. Got dragged by this horrible former boss of ours to a strip club, a female strip club. And my boyfriend at the time and I just sat there all night long with women putting their boobs in our faces, thinking that, like, why aren't you interested? And we're like, please leave us alone. So we just drank a whole lot because we were very uncomfortable. Leave us alone. And then late night, we decided to go get tattoos. He's like, let's get tattoos. It's your first night in Vegas. I was like, absolutely. Woke up the next morning, went to use the restroom, and I see myself. I look at my arm. It's wrapped in saran wrap. Oh, my God. That's the worst. And I'm like, what on earth is on my arm? And I unwrap it, and it's like bloody and crusty. I had gotten tattoos on my arm and I totally forgot about. So I I, I, I kind of process it. I'm like, okay, I have these three stars on my arm. We have some footage on his phone so we could piece together sort of what happened the night before. And you hear me saying, I want to get a star for each of my sisters because mm-hmm. I love my sisters so much. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I was kind of thoughtful, I guess. I tell my mom the next day. I said, I got a star for each of my sisters on my arm. She goes, you have four stars tattooed on your arm? I said, I, I have three. She goes, well, you have four sisters, AJ. And to this day, I will never know which sister I forgot. One of them has moved on and left me in her dust. That's so the one. She's probably the one. And it's for, foreshadowing. Yeah, actually, you knew it was going to happen, so, I so did you it. didn't get it. I, that happened, so I wouldn't have to get it taken away. So, wow. Amen. Full circle it moment. all finally came together. Pete Davidson, just leave the tattoo. You never know what's right around the corner. Amen, babe. The Morning Beat with A.J. Gibson and Michaela Gordon. Channel Q. Never knew I could feel like this Like I'd never seen the sky before Alright, if you know me, you know anything about me, you know our show, you listen to us, you know that my, my favorite love story of all time is Moulin Rouge. Yes. And a few weeks ago, we had the opportunity to go see the show at the Pantages here in Los Angeles. And I was tentative. You know this, Michaela. Michaela and I went together with our partners. Yes. And I was tentative about it because I love the film so deeply that I thought that the the Broadway version might be a letdown for me. Not only was it not a letdown, uh, I love it equally in different ways. It was so phenomenal. I've never had more fun at a Broadway show in my entire life, and I've seen everything. And somebody who's also been in everything uh, has an incredible uh, – the resume – the Broadway resume alone is amazing. Also, you might know him as Manhattan from uh, three seasons of Pose on FX, which I was a huge fan of as well. Uh, but Toulouse, one of the main characters of Moulin Rouge, sort of the heart and soul of the show, the narrator, if you will, to some degree of the show, uh, is played by Andre Ward, who is joining us right now. Andre, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure, my joy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. No, we're not going to do this right now. Normally, I'm a professional, but I can't be, and I refuse. 
This show I had never seen, okay? And I had never seen the movie either. Yeah. And I was very excited just because I'm an, I'm an excitable person, okay? It's just who I am. She's also okay. a performer. I mean, she's also a performer. Yes. yes, you are a performer. No, this isn't about I, me. Yes, this yes, is about yes, you. Yes, I remember. No, this is about okay. you. And I was sitting there and I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I waitressed next to the Pantages for years. Never oh, saw a goodness. show. My first show was you. In oh, Moulin God. Rouge. It was... The most breathtaking experience I have ever had. Everybody was so incredible. And I have to say, like, there's just nothing like live theater and the ability of being able to literally just perform live every single night, no matter what is happening in the world. It was one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. And I just wanted you to know that. Yeah, we don't have questions. Oh, my goodness. There's nothing. We just want to talk to you. We love you. <laughs> well, talk, talk to us a little bit about this experience, Andre, because you've had a lot of incredible experiences on Broadway, both on Broadway and touring, you know, the nation. And this character, Toulouse, though, is, uh, is so... John Leguizamo played him to a T in the film, yes, and you yes. did exactly. As soon so as you honored. walked out there, my husband goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Andre from Pose!" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh!" So, so what's the experience been like for you? It has been. This is the role of a lifetime mm. for me. Uh, it is. First of all, the show. I always say, like, this is the first show that I've done back, um, you know, post pandemic and. And, um, you know, it's a show about truth, beauty, freedom, and love. And who can't get on board with that? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. And, Hallelujah. oh, my goodness. And playing this character, this amazingly funny, brilliant, and tragic character is a dream come true for me. Mm-hmm. Dream come true. And um, I'm so glad that we are able to bring it around the country. And L.A. has been so welcoming what? and so marvelous. Yeah, I've been telling I've been telling every single person to go see the show. Like I've sent so many people. We actually, my sister and uh, my brother in law are coming out here in a couple of weeks, and my partner and I, my husband and I, are like, let's buy tickets and go see it again. Like we want to go see it again oh, because I love it's, that. It's, please, please, yes. Well, I'll tell back. you though, Michaela sang at my wedding just recently. I got married at the end of June. Oh, and congratulations! Can I tell you a little bit about my wedding? This is before we saw you on, on stage. We ended up, our entire wedding got canceled three hours before. We were supposed to be outdoors uh, in this big uh, beachside Mexico venue. We were so excited to be there. It got canceled. We had to rearrange it last minute. We got married in a nightclub on stage in front of velvet, red velvet curtains. And the, yes. whole, the nightclub theme was Moulin Rouge, right? Yeah. Al- already, <laughs> my favorite film of all time. Beyond that, uh, the quote that was on every single dinner plate uh, was the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return, which is uh, my favorite quote of all time. And let me take this one step further. Our first dance, which has gone viral on TikTok, by the way, of uh, is to come what may. And I got down on one knee with, uh, with the cards and fireworks indoors. I don't know how we got away with that and, <laughs> and cried my eyes out. So like th- this, this show is personal to a lot of people for a lot of reasons. What yeah. is what has the reaction been to those who've come to see this? Because it's just unlike anything I've ever seen. It, it, I mean, it's it is it's one of those shows for me that uh, when I first saw it, it, I just went to see my friends in it on Broadway, and I thought I don't know if I'll ever be in this. But it's one of those shows that it was it was completely immersive, and I thought, oh, it is like a spectacular rain shower over your entire soul and spirit, and. 
when I got the chance to rehearse and now be in it, it feels the same to be in it as it is to watch it. And that yeah. is a joy and com- extremely rare. So, so rare. And I feel so blessed and fortunate to do it. And to sing Nature Boy every night mm. is like, I, I, it is like the biggest gift. It's the biggest gift. I mean, just uh, the first time I ever heard it was actually Nat King Cole. And then to see John Leguizamo uh, do it in the movie and to be able to do it every night is just, a, a huge, huge gift and an honor. Well, Andre, I want to say that it will be here until September 4th, Moulin Rouge at the Pentecost. Yes. Before we let you go, you obviously have touched so many people through this performance, but what is a memory from this particular run that you have found really uh, moved you? Oh, my goodness. The, it was the me, wasn't it? To being, the rea- it was it, it actually just you right just, now. Just that's, really, that's really what it is. No, I no, mean, no, no, no. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, our opening night here was pretty spectacular. The uh, beginning of Act Two opens with Bad Romance. And it, I have the first line after the number ends. And I couldn't say my line because the audience was standing. Okay. And applauding. Okay, I want to ask you about that because that happened. Okay, this is this has never happened. I've I've seen so many Broadway shows in my lifetime, and I've never seen this happen. It was because we were there about a week or two after you opened. We actually got invited to Mm -hmm. opening night, and then we weren't able to go, so we ended up going weeks later, right? And after that number, that number builds and builds and builds and builds, and it's it's just like this explosion. And by the way, the show was just for the lighting effects alone. Yes. The show is worth every penny, but yes. that number builds. And we, I look over at Michaela. I've got tears rolling down my face. I stand up. And about two or three of us stood up right away and did a standing ovation because I was like, I have to give these people their flowers because this is just too incredible. And before you know it, the entire everybody's standing up. It was a two to three minute standing ovation. And you guys just stood yes. there frozen. Does that happen often? Because we were wondering, yes, does like, this does. happen every night? Yes, it does. I mean, it happens more often than I have could ever imagine. And in L.A., it's been happening quite a bit. Sonia Tai's choreography is just brilliant. Unreal. And the lighting and the set design. It, it really is so, it's mesmerizing. And I, I feel very fortunate. And it's really fun for me to try to gauge when to, when to break the <laughs> yeah. applause. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we could applaud you all day long. Your performance is fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us on The Morning Beat. It was such oh, a moving I, have, yeah. I don't think I'm I've been so this excited. excited to talk to any I know. Any I literally was like, really I threw the questions out the window. And I was like, Andre, listen to me. I love you, bitch. Well, we'll that's be, literally yeah. all I wanted to say. That's it. We'll that's, keep, the, that's the interview. We're going to keep praising you and try to get people to get more tickets. And we're going to... I yeah. I'll be there with my family again in a couple of weeks. Thank you so, so so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) You have a great day. You too. It's that time. It's time to tell you something good. And it's it's actually my favorite part of the show. You want to know why, Michaela? Go on. Because I like good things. Yeah. Is that so wrong? No. This one hits home. Beautiful. This one hit this one hits close to home because I was actually at the premiere launch event just the other day. A league of their own. Inspiration. Yeah, honey. It's it's coming back. There's a TV reboot. Um, and there is one woman in particular, her name was Maybelle Blair. I said she could talk about baseball forever. 
uh, because she's been around basically forever. She's 95 years old, and and she was at an event in New York City this uh, recently for A League of Their Own, the premiere, uh, and started talking about uh, something she never expected to be talking about like this. She says, listen, you don't have to hide. I hid for 75, 85 years, and this is actually basically the first time I've ever come out. She came out as lesbian. Oh, my she God. She is so inspired. By the story of these these baseball players who were playing ball back in the 1940s, these women. Love. And she actually played for the Peoria Red Wings in 1948. Love. And you think about women's sports. Look at the women's soccer team, U.S. national soccer team. Lesbians everywhere, right? So Softball. So many lesbian athletes nowadays. The WNBA, full of lesbians. And it's a different world. This woman, though... 95 years old and just came out of the closet. You played go, professional queen. baseball in 1948. I was at the League of Their Own uh, charity uh, or uh, uh, celebrity baseball game on this over the weekend here in Los Angeles. They had one here as well. Spent a lot of money on this thing. The series looks incredible. I love, love, loved the film so much. Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, incredible. Madonna, of course, Rosie O'Donnell, icons. Love all of it. I think the series is going to be great, so maybe Absolutely. check that out. Absolutely. All right, ending it on this story. Uh, city lawmakers of San Francisco have introduced legislation that would significantly move forward the decriminalization of psychedelic substances. You guys know I'm obsessed with psychedelics. Mm-hmm. I just did a big interview with Complex the other day that I posted on my Instagram um, of how I think it's in incredible uh, and I think it would be great. The bill will hopefully reduce nonviolent drug prosecution and make it easier for health practitioners to utilize the powerful therapeutic benefits benefits which substances like psilocybin, ketamine, and DMT have been proven to have. It's not a total legalization of use and possession, nor even a total decriminalization of use and possession. The exact text of the bill is as follows. Uh, We're not in a position to turn away old and new healing modalities that are effective. We know the set and setting matters, so this threat of persecution and illegality is really overbearing. I love it. I would scream it from the rooftops. Changed my life. Incredible. All right. As always, thank you so much for listening. It's Friday. We have a whole weekend to live. We'll tell you all about it. Listen to three hours of curated music just for you, and let's go there with Sharon Ryan. We got to go back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.